Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last and you are listening to Beyond Synth. This is episode 74. My guest today is Droid Bishop. But uh, this is a special one because he is in studio. Of course, Droid Bishop lives in L.A., but he's also a touring guitarist. I think he's playing guitar right now in uh, Mike Posner's band. It's Mike Posner, right? Anyway, um, which has nothing to do with his Droid Bishop music, obviously, but it does allow him to travel all over the place. And he uh, had a stop in Toronto. They were playing the ACC, and then he stopped by because he had a few hours, and I took advantage of him, and we made some videos and uh, recorded a podcast. I just realized that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) took advantage of him, and we filmed some videos. Anyway, so it's a, it's going to be a good show. Uh, we had a fun time, and it's also special this week because right after this episode airs on Power 85, I will post the video of our conversation. So I also filmed it as well, and it's sort of like a bonus thing because there's actually stuff that was edited out of this episode that you can see in the video, mainly stuff that was visual. I tried to cut down on the things that you could only get uh, by seeing the video. So if you ever like make faces at the camera or whatever and it was funny, I didn't keep it in this radio interview because you'd be like, what the hell is going on. So look forward to that. And you can check that out at Beyond Synth Facebook, which is where I will post the video and also Vimeo.com slash Andy Last, which is where I post uh, videos as well. And uh, yeah, so if you want to see some behind the scenes Beyond Synth and get some deleted stuff, check out that video. It's a lot of fun. Also, I do have to point out that during the interview, there is one point where I was talking about temperature and I said Fahrenheit when I meant to say Celsius. So don't get on my case, because there's a point where I mentioned 40 degrees, and I meant to say 40 degrees Celsius, but instead I said Fahrenheit. Anyway, this is all fucking dumb. Just just know that, and know that I know that I made a mistake, but I wasn't going to go back in and dub my voice, which would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like 40 degrees Celsius. Let's listen to a track. <laughs> Uh, Here's a cool track. This is Airborne and the song Voyage. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. Thank you. 
cardiac arrest down here too, Pete. And that was Voyage by Airborne. And that's a cool song. You should dig it. It's got a space vibe, touchdown, airborne, all that stuff. (laughs) 
I'm real good at setting these tracks up, or at least uh, bookending it, because I already set it up before it played. So before we get to some more music, I want to touch on a uh, game I played. So uh, there were some kind developers that sent me a copy of their game. It was called Defragmented, and I don't know if you've uh, played it, but it's a pretty cool game. It's sort of... This is... <laughs> I don't know what this is. This is like Beyond Synth Game Reviews. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a, for computer. It's called Defragmented, and it's sort of a... It's like a cyberpunk hotline Miami, I'll say. I think that's fair to say. It's got these sort of um, cutscenes in between where you're reading sort of dialogue and description as if it's from a book. So you'll see a picture of a person, and there'll be a caption like, She looks at you with starry eyes as she hands you the files. Outside, there's a group of thugs waiting. You know, stuff like that. So it sort of it gives you the description. It's almost like you're reading an interactive story, but you're seeing, you know, the, the characters that they're talking about. And then once it gets to actual gameplay, it plays kind of like Hotline Miami. So it's that top-down view. Uh, it's difficult. You've got a sort of laser that's coming out of the front of you, so you know what direction your guy's shooting, and you sort of run around these little sections, and you got to blow people away and, uh, and stuff like that. And it's got a cool soundtrack. I think that was the connection when they got in touch with me, because it's got a very heavy, like, uh, synthwave score contributed by a bunch of synthwave artists. There's uh, Absolute Valentine and Dance with the Dead and Glitch Black and Ghost and Mitch Murder and Neon Shutter and Nightcrawler and Power Glove and it, there's so much uh, awesome stuff on here, man. That's like half the artists that are featured on that soundtrack. And it's pretty cool, man. It adds to the whole vibe of the thing and uh, yeah, man. So I just want to say thanks to the guys who make Defragmented because they sent me a copy to preview and I dug it. I thought it was pretty cool. And you can check it out too, man. It's on Steam. So there's that. <laughs> this isn't a paid plug, by the way. It's just... <laughs> but if people want me to check out their games and talk about them, I will. So if you like Cyberpunk and you like Hotline Miami and you want those things fused together, uh, check it out. And that's all I have to say about Defragmented. <laughs> So do that, man. It's a good time. And of course, before we go any further, I forgot to mention that uh, Beyond Synth, as always, is brought to you by DownToJam.com. All right? And that is a website that uh, I don't have my copy in front of me. Hold on. <laughs> that is a website that is free that helps musicians around the world connect based on musical compatibility. If you're a musician looking for a partner to jam with or to fill a spot in your band, you're going to want to check out this site and sign up down to jam.com. That's D-O-W-N-T-O-J-A-M.com. Down to jam? Yes, I am. <laughs> and speaking of jamming, let's listen to some cool tunes. This is a track by Age of the Machine, and this is Aurora.
And that was Aurora by Age of the Machine. And that is a cool song. It's also got a cool cover for that uh, the EP that it's from. Sort of like this robot woman, like kind of leaning back. At least I think it was a woman. I looked, <laughs> I looked at it very briefly. Um, listen, let's uh, do the Patreon real fast, and uh, then we'll listen to some more music. You know, I got Droid Bishop coming up in studio, and it's a lot of fun, and you're going to dig it. But first, we have to pay respect to my lovely Patreon who donate to the show. Uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way you can donate to Beyond Synth and help out the show. And we've got some goals to meet. It's a monthly donation thing. That's what Patreon is. So you can donate like a dollar a month and uh, and it helps out the show. But if you donate like higher amounts, there's different uh, reward tiers. But I'm putting reward in quotes because <laughs> there's a lot of people who donate and they say they don't want a reward because the rewards are shit. But you can go to patreon.com slash Beyond Synth, and uh, you can see the video for yourself. There's a video there that explains how Patreon works, and check it out. So let's go to the Patreon. As always, I'd like to thank Kai and Lucas Ceballos and Brendan Kellum and Project Friday. And there's some new ones here today. Carsboy97. You're not fooling me. That's Mitchell Carswell. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to call him Carsboy97 now because that's what it says. And also new uh, donor Rivonia. Thanks, Rivonia. Uh, That's very kind of you. Donated a weird amount. I love when people donate the weird amounts because I, I don't know what prizes to give them. And by weird, I just mean that with Beyond Synth on the Patreon, you know, you can donate a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, uh, and up. But sometimes people donate like three dollars or like two seventy five or something. And then I'm like, well, did they get the prize? I don't know what to do. Anyways, thanks, buddy. Ravonia. And thanks to Scotty Golden. Whoa. He has chosen to donate without any reward. I don't know if this is like a one-time donation, but he's giving me 15 bucks. That's like super time. So he said he doesn't want a reward, but he's going to get the $10 reward because that's more than $10. I'm good at math, man. Also want to thank Eric Valerio and Python Blue, Zikarax, Tomas, Nathan Winter, Terrence Thompson, Girls with Tails, Knox Bello, Lunar Baboon, and of course, my lovely $5 donors. I've got to figure out a different thing to call you guys besides my lovely $5 donors. Oh, that's right. I think I mentioned it a week ago, but uh, my listener, Yan uh, referred to my patron donors or my Patreon donors as Pattersons. So I think now my $5 and $10 donors are going to be my lovely Pattersons. So here's some some Pattersons today, man. There is Joe and Lando. I think I say that the same every week. Florence Bullock, Joey Bergeron, Roman, Xra's Music, Sebastian SW, Philip Huberger, Devious Raven, Bobby B, John. John Eternal, Will Lowe, and Dougie Fresh. You are all Pattersons to me. And my lovely $10 Pattersons. My- <laughs> it just sounds so stupid. 
Of course, there's Jake Last and Trevor Resnick and the Fear Merchant. And even though Scotty Galden says he doesn't want a prize, I'm putting him up with my lovely my lovely $10 Patterson's. Or he's a $15 Patterson, I guess. But thank you, Scotty. That's uh, very kind of you. And thank you all for donating to Beyond Synth. All right, let's listen to another song. What do we got? We got a track by S. E-X-E, which I'm assuming is Sex E or Sex. Don't know. I think they're French. This track is called Sensation. was Sensation by Sex, I guess. (laughs) S.exe, or Sexy, I don't know. But either way, it's a cool, funky track. I dig it. You know, last week I answered a bunch of listener questions, and uh, Axial sent me an audio question, but he sent it to me too late, and I'd already recorded the show. So let's go into the mailbag and get to the bottom of this. And by mailbag... I mean mail sack. Faithful listeners writing to the show, hoping that your note gets picked from the mail 
Hey Andy, this is Thomas, aka Axial on SoundCloud, aka some guy who made two and a half synthwave tracks and calls himself a synthwave artist. I was wondering if you've seen that new Netflix series called Stranger Things. Uh, in case your listeners don't know, it's like a creepy sci-fi slash drama uh, thriller based in the 80s. And the music is done by these two guys from a synthwave group called Survive. Anytime I see synthwave used in mainstream material, I get way too excited, as you probably do too. So I was wondering what you thought about uh, the show, uh, the music, and even the, like, the intro animations. Very all, it's very retro looking. In case you haven't seen it, you should probably go check out an episode because it'll blow your mind. All right, Thomas, your question is, have I seen Stranger Things? Of course I have. What? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. And the title sequence is amazing. I think that was my favorite part of the show. That title sequence really powered the whole episode for me. Like, the second it was over, I was just totally in the zone. Like, they did such a good job with it. And, uh, yeah, it was a good show, man. I'm aboard the train the Stranger Things train. I know sometimes there's people out there who need, you know, once something becomes popular, they need to profess that they don't like it. Uh, but I'm not one of those people. I thought Stranger Things was good. I thought the only weak part of the show was that they CGI'd the monster, that he was computer generated. That was the only part because I thought they did such a great job of setting the tone of those like early 80s, you know, um, Stephen King and Spielberg and stuff like this, that the fact that the alien or whatever it is um, was CGI was like, oh, it's such a missed opportunity. It should have been a practical effect. But I also understand it's a television show and maybe it just would have been, you know, really time consuming to set up all those shots with an actual costume and maybe they just couldn't do it. I don't know the actual story of why they didn't, but I'm certain because of the nature of the rest of the show that had to have been a discussion was, is this creature going to be practical or CGI? Like it had to be a decision that was made. But apart from that, I thought it was a cool show. And, uh, you know, the label that released the soundtrack, they sent me, there's like two albums of music, and they sent that over to me, and I've been listening to it, and it's pretty cool. Um, I dig it. And, uh, yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I have seen Stranger Things. I watched it all in one weekend, the day before uh, Droid Bishop came over. So the night before he came over, I just powered through and watched all the episodes of Stranger Things, and I thought it was good. All right? That's my story. So, thank you for your question. Let's listen to another song. This is a track called Luminous Beings by Rulmino.
And that was Romino with the track Luminous Beings. And I think that's like one of the first tracks this guy's put out. He doesn't have too many followers on SoundCloud or whatever, but I thought it was a cool song. And so I played it because that is how this show works. I don't know if I really have too much else to say. I'm actually throwing this episode together very late. I know I say that every week. <laughs> I'm really trying to get this uh, schedule going where I, uh, you know, have a nice cushion. You know, I've got like five episodes recorded in advance and edited and I can just sit back and relax. But uh, unfortunately, the past two months, I feel like I'm throwing these shows together like minutes before I have to upload them to Power 85. But, you know, it's all good. So just a quick reminder, um, if you want your music featured on the show, you can send me links and I'll check out your tunes. You can uh, write to me at Andy Last at Twitter or on Twitter at Andy Last. There's also Beyond synth.com nope <laughs> soundcloud.com slash beyond synth and facebook.com slash beyond synth beyond.synth.podcast fuck me I don't even know my own websites <laughs> if you type beyond synth into google <laughs> you will get the soundcloud and the facebook and you can send me messages to all of those places send me links to your tracks and if I dig them, I'll play them on the show. And if you also have any questions or comments, you can send them to me the exact same way and just title the message Mail Sack. That's M-A-I-L-S-A-C-K. Yes, it is a pun. A terrible, terrible pun. So how about this? Let's listen to one more track, and then when that's done, we will go to my conversation with Droid Bishop in studio. And uh, we had some fun. It was a good time. Uh, if there's any stuff in there where you're kind of like, why are they laughing? Just assume it's a visual gag. We had like a Tickle Me Elmo toy on the table, so if you hear that chime into the conversation, that's because it was there. And uh, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. So here is a wicked track. This is by Mahoney. And this is a track called Future. So dig it.
And that was Future by Mahoney. And Mahoney's wicked. Uh, He's got like an EP of like a few songs and they're all uh, really good. I don't know, maybe it's more than one dude. I should probably know this stuff, but I don't. Because whatever. I get to know people when I actually have them as guests on the show. I do uh, very little research, and so that's when I uh, use the opportunity to discover the things I need to know about them. But what I do know is that it's a wicked track by Mahoney. Anyways, guys, let's go to my conversation with Droid Bishop in studio. All right, well, let's fucking, uh, let's start. Get into it. All right, so I am here Wait, let with... Let me turn oh. my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it just blowing up. All right. All right. All right, and I'm here with Droid Bishop. Yeah, hello, hello. A.K.A. James Bowen. Me. How's it going? It's good. Should I, like, look at you? <laughs> <laughs> Just look directly into my eyes. See, so we got a camera going today. So if, if you people are just listening to the audio, uh, know that uh, we're also filming this just to give people an idea of what it looks like when we can actually do uh, recording. Because James is playing a show. Uh, he is a guitarist. And he's visiting uh, Toronto for a few hours. So we uh, Beautiful country. Yeah, he got Beautiful. to see it all. He got to see the whole thing. The whole thing. And so we're uh, hanging out today, and we're going to do a uh, uh, in-studio interview. So you've been on the show several times. Yeah, but now we're here. Let's uh, do a little cheers to that. I wonder if we should rip Clink. the label. Should we rip the label, though? I don't know. No one drinks this shit. <laughs> I always drink beer, and I never drink this. I don't either. I was in this place, and I was looking, and I'm just like... What should I get? And I'm just like, I never drink Dos Equis. And I know there's those ads with the, like, the, I drink Dos Equis. Yeah. It's the, it's the most interesting guy in the universe, isn't it, or whatever? You never drink beer, but when you do, this is the fucking one you reach for? Yeah, isn't that interesting? I mean, it's all right. It's crafted Where in the Mexico. Fu- where's the Molsons, bro? Uh, Came to candidate for the Molsons. <laughs> A little bat blue, dude. It was all cans. I, I wanted to get bottles, and I know, ironically, I did buy some cans, but that was just a spare, just in case you didn't want what I bought in bottles. Oh, I would have loved anything you bought me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Liquid courage. Mm. Mm. So, man, <sighs> Droid Bishop. Yeah? You got, a, you got a new uh, album you've made. You sent yeah. me some tracks. I did. Now, is that the whole thing? Yeah. I decided that was all I wanted to do. Okay. Well, I just want to know, just so in case there's like a no, that's secret it. song. I mean, like might, you know me, I could just decide not to put any of those out in the next three days. No, it's coming out. Don't worry. It's coming at you. <laughs> so, so, so get it when it gets here. Chances are everything will already be out by the time this but video It'll comes be out. platinum by the time uh, <laughs> this comes out. Bandcamp platinum. But I saw, I, I listened to the tracks and they're good. Like it, it made me happy. I'm good. I'm a fan of Droid Bishop. <laughs> I'm glad it, it touched you in some way. It did. And then I touched myself and then the whole thing was like a big circle of... And now you're wearing my shirt. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm wearing Droid Bishop yeah. shirt. This is one of my go-to shirts because I like uh, black shirts. It's good. It says Droid Bishop on it. It's getting faded because I've uh, worn it quite a bit. I've worn this quite a bit and haven't washed it since I've got it. But I'm wearing a power glove shirt and uh, uh, it's getting pretty dirty. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't changed these pants in like four weeks. What do you guys do? I sleep in them. So you, uh, I mean, you play guitar in like a touring sort of band. What do you actually call your job? 
guitar player. <laughs> right. So, but, but yeah. you are sort of like for hire. So, like different outfits yeah. will use you, and you'll like go on tour with people and play guitar for their backup bands. It's not called a backup band, is it? No. Band. It depends who you're with. I mean, the artist I'm playing with right now, he considers us a band. Okay. So we have kind of like input, and it's actually different from a lot of other bands where you kind of are like get in the shadows, yeah, stay yeah, back yeah. there, which is fine. You're getting paid for it, but when you get paid and get to travel with an artist that like lets you wear power glove shirts on stage, so have you care. have you uh, been with people who like where they dictate your clothing? Yeah, yeah. What are those sorts of rules? Well, okay, okay, because you were playing with a girl before who was like had a young audience. Was that the thing? Like, just don't wear a shirt that has like a dick on it or something. I could, yeah, there's no way I could have worn this shirt or any like band shirt or any whatever. I don't know. I, I saw Guns and Roses the other night, and Slash had a shirt of Mickey giving it to Minnie doggy style. And I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> and uh, now I feel like I'm allowed to uh, express myself with those kind of shirts. In that case, though, like, what is there specific rules, or like, would you literally like show up and like there's some handler guy that's just like, no, no. You're not uh, that. Well, you kind of get a feel for it. You're like, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you get oh, denied a, a couple sense? times, and you start to learn what they're looking for. I mean, I'm not a complete jackass, so uh, you know, I don't show up in a fucking clown wig and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever I don't know Whatever the kids are doing these days You should show up in a clown wig Well uh, Well like the other day our, our saxophone player He has a Deadpool onesie And he wore that Okay Like it doesn't matter In this band so Yeah That's okay, pretty yeah. cool It's a good gig Is there a lot of saxophone players In the bands you've been playing with? No <laughs> Never <laughs> So it's cool I get to play off We play off each other We rip and dip together You did Ellen too didn't you? You did some TV performances Oh I did Ellen <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. No, that was cool. Yeah, I've done a, done some cool shit. Yes, I'm testing the audio. Yeah, does it sound all right? It sounds all right to How's me. How's my voice? Sounds good. Should I get deeper <laughs> inside? <laughs> Andrew? I don't feel safe. It's one of those moments where I'm glad it's being filmed. Yeah. See, he's just talking to a microphone. I'm just talking. How about this? Let's uh, start diving into the album. Okay. So let's no listen to one questions. now. We are going to listen to a track. This is called Ends of the Earth. By Droid Bishop.
And that was Ends of the Earth by Droid Bishop. And I'm here with Droid Bishop right now, James Bowen, in my studio. What's up, y'all? Yeah. Coming in hot from Toronto. Is it fair to call this a studio? Yeah. It's all subjective at this point. (laughs) Is this the part where you ask me, uh, like, what inspired this song? Because I feel like I don't have those kind of answers for you. Well, okay, well, we'll... What inspired this song? Uh, no, uh, I was going to talk about it a bit because what I what I dug about this one, and we know, uh, yeah, I made that uh, music video, yeah, right, the Joy Bishop music video, Exodus, Ends of the Earth. I feel is the end of the story. Yeah, but the beginning of another one. That's why I put it at the beginning. Are these in order? No, but that one's first. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said no particular order when I sent it to you. Well, see, because what I was thinking was, okay, not to get too inside because it'll be like 10 years before I end up doing the other ones. Yeah. But the idea is, so uh, if people haven't seen it, uh, there's a music video for Exodus by Droid Bishop that I did. And it's about a spaceman and uh, he crashes on a planet and he's like remembering back to like leaving his son on this planet. And, you know, he wants to get home and he's got to survive because his ship is blowing up. So then the idea was originally to have a sequel video but that would be like a different sort of genre so it's like now he's on this planet maybe he's got to survive some thing I and mean, it'd be more inspired by like predator like there's some creature yeah and he's got to live and then listening to ends of the earth i was like okay well this is if there was a third video and maybe there was like two songs to it but like ends of the earth it sounds to me like the end of like he gets he reaches home and this is the song that's playing as his ship is like coming in or whatever because it has, um, like, there is sort of an interstellar star field kind of vibe to this one. That's like what it, I was going for. It really feels that way, like, when I I'm listening to it. I was inspired by that movie, to be honest. Yeah. Interstellar. Yeah. Well, I was meaning just, like, interstellar. But just I mean, interstellar, interstellar. interstellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, it kind but, of inspired me. I mean, I, when I was making this one, I think I told you this a while ago. Like, I was working on another kind of song, like Exodus, for right. you to hopefully do in the next 13 or 14 years. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, ends of the earth. The guy travels. Lots of shit happens. Gets to the ends of the earth. What do you do now? Take back off and... Uh, you know what's interesting, and it, what's interesting too is like thinking about Interstellar because the idea I originally had in my head, thinking like if there was a trilogy of these Droid Bishop videos, was kind of similar to what happens in the movie Interstellar because I pictured too that if ever this spaceman got home, he would travel through some sort of wormhole or something that when he got back, his son would be grown up. Yeah, like that I picture, and that that's what happens that's in cool. Interstellar. I like that. But I thought like that'd be cool. Like so, he finally gets there, and his kid's grown up, and then like whether. Or not you see him take the mask off or whatever because i was always thinking too like i always wanted to get you filmed just even in a green screen like even if oh, uh, yeah. if we could shoot like i would still do the rest of the video but if ever the guy takes the mask off like yeah. i want it to be you under the mask and whether or not that has to be like an effects shot and then or- i take off my face and it's you <laughs> underneath my head no, i'll play the sun I'll you be the play? grown up. I'll, yes. I'll be the grown up son, and I'll Just like have like a beard Lass and shit. Father. No, but uh, that would be cool. Or you could play the son too, and like we do like some makeup. So like the son has like sort of a different look, but then the dad's got like a beard, like or something. a little looper. Yeah, like how they uh, made Joseph whatever yeah, we'll look a, like uh, Bruce. Yeah, we'll just give you like Bruce-y. a weird false nose just and some crazy eye contacts. Well, I can just go run out and grab a Seth MacFarlane rubber mask and just chuck it on, and <laughs> we'll call it a day. So, man, yeah, how's your how's Toronto so far? You've been here for what an hour? That was quite the segue. Um, 
<laughs> see now people can see when it's live if they think that I'm editing and no somehow editing. like there's like editing that goes like this guy man they just switch topics real fast and nope just do really bad cuts I will Toronto's great the city looks nice I wish I was here for the nighttime. Uh, we gotta leave pretty early because it looks like Blade Runner out here I think it's got a very Blade Runner light light show coming from the buildings no? Uh, yeah no I, I mean I think are they even are they filming that here or is that in Montreal? what number two? yeah I think they're filming it in Montreal who's directing that? Uh, French dude not Scott. But then, to be fair... I don't want him to yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, but... That's the thing. Couple snoozers coming out. Yeah, I feel bad about that. Like, whenever people get so excited about, like, Ridley Scott movies now, and I'm just like... No. Has there been any that have been, like... Re- I mean, it's like, I don't even really love Gladiator. Dude, I was about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> Fuck that movie. But that's the it's thing. It's a cool movie, but it ain't, like... You can't compare that to Alien. No. And that's the thing, because I, I know people still, there's, I know a lot of people who still hold Gladiator, like, pretty highly, yeah, like, that's, like, it. one of his great ones, and I'm like, to me, it's, like, it's, it's fucking, fucking long. Blade Runner and uh, Alien, uh, I like Legend, although it's I still flawed. never seen it, because it looks a little... If you haven't seen it until now, you will not Exactly. Like yeah. So I'm done with it. But it's cool, like, it's got cool shit. I fucking cool love and Louise. I fucking love that movie. Ridley Scott. Is that 88? Hans Zimmer, 1990, I believe. Is it 90? Yeah. It hit the mark. Okay. It hit that decade. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think what else he's done lately that's been... Because, like, Prometheus was just a... Dude, I liked it. You didn't like it? No. I liked it because everyone fucking dehyped it down. So I went in thinking it was going to be shit. I thought it looked cool. There's nothing I can say that's original criticism, but the the inconsistencies with like the characters really it, it actually made me mad. Characters. Like, no, like when I was watching it, like I can do I can watch a movie that's like cool visually and like forget about certain things. I mean, like I enjoyed yeah. Batman versus Superman. I didn't see it. So, like, I'm there. Like, I understand, you know, liking a movie that seems to be, like, critically panned. Yeah. Although, I will say, the ultimate edition of Batman vs. Superman is a better movie. And if people watch it, they should watch that version. What do you mean the ultimate? Uh, the director's cut. Oh. So, before that movie went so to Zach cinemas... Snyder? Yeah. They, they cut half an hour out of the movie before it went to theaters. And so, a lot of the problems people had, like, it still is tonally the same. So, if people just had a problem with the fact that it's really, like, dour and depressing, like, yeah. that hasn't changed. But... The half hour they cut out, some of those scenes are like sort of integral to explaining the plot. So if you watch the theatrical cut of Batman versus Superman, it's this weird disjointed movie yeah. that like you're watching going like, how do these scenes connect and what's going on? And then the, the director's cut is almost just like, it just feels like a proper movie yeah. again. It's still not perfect. No, I like, get that. That's what happens when you fucking make a seven hour movie and have yeah. to cut it down. <laughs> it feels like they did some of the changes last minute. Because when you find out the stuff that they cut, some of it's just like, that was a weird thing to cut because it's like things that explain plot points. But um, with Prometheus, the thing was, I got mad at the characters. Like, I got angry. Like, I was watching with my brother and I was prepared to just be like, you know, this movie looks so cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. But then the second the scientist, when they get lost in the cave and, like, the dude who, like, introduces the characters to the 3D maps gets lost. Like, there's just things where I'm just like, what? And then when the guy, they take their helmets off in the cave on an alien planet. And then one guy walks up to an alien python and... What? Remember, there's, like, remember, like, the, how there's different forms of, like, that black goo alien Oh, thing? yeah, yeah, And yeah. one of them, like, literally looks like a fucking snake. And the guy walks up to it like, you're beautiful. Yeah. I'm just like... 
Even if it doesn't, it's a fucking snake. Yeah. Like at least pretend. Like your first instinct as a human would be to not go near that. I don't thing. know what it is, but it's a fucking snake. It looks like a snake, so I'm just gonna assume that it behaves like one and not stick my face yeah. in its face. So stuff like that, I'm just like, I get it. And it made me mad. And then the the logic of the evolution of the creature that shows up at the end made very little sense to me. So it's like if you go near black goo and it goes into your eye. And then you have sex with somebody else yeah. that then then it will chestate inside that person and then form like some weird octopus thing that like becomes a a sort of alien at the end. Like it was this really complicated. It's all science, you know? <laughs> it's all science. Oh, and then the scene where they're running away from the ship. And it's rolling. I can't even fucking remember the movie now. You're telling us all these scenes. I'm like, what? When does this and happen? then the scene where where Charlie's there and like, and then Guy Pierce, he's like an old man. Oh yeah. And then and then she walks in. It's like, yeah, father. Like the twist because oh, it's yeah. her dad. And like, there's just it was just. I get it. It looked great, and the script was just like I just. That's the thing because I didn't want to feel that way because I can do it. Like I can watch movies that are just purely about the the atmosphere or about the the visuals and stuff. Yeah. But there's the characters annoyed me so much and the things that they did annoyed me so much that it actually like it made me not like it as I was watching it and it surprised me. Like I was actually surprised by my own reaction because yeah. I was just like, I'm not a fucking I'm not one of those people that gets so worked up like whenever people always say like oh worst movie ever i'm like no there's always like the worst movie ever is like those things you don't even see like terrible college films that you couldn't even watch yeah all hollywood stuff is watchable like it's it's hard to say it's the worst i thought dumb and dumber 2 was the worst movie i've ever (laughs) ever seen i swear to god i swear to you it looked cheap that film. Well, I know they both got $20 million for it, I'm sure. That's probably where it all yeah, went. Yeah, it all went to their pocket. Yeah, because it looked like, you know, sometimes where they have like those like made for Netflix movies or stuff that like. Oh, like the do over? Have you seen that Adam Sandler movie with David I, Spade? No, I, I, I watched I watched the fucking Western one. I don't know why. Oh, I did dude, that, that one's terrible. I mean, Adam, if you're listening, I love your, your <laughs> movies from the 90s, but. Uh, God damn it, boy! These Let's are terrible. <laughs> the sixth one, fantastic! What a majestic seven! Whatever the fuck it was, it was so bad. Terrible. All right. One more thing to say about that movie, though. And another thing. There's, th- there's some stuff like I don't want to be one of those people who just like kind of rags Wait, on Adam Sandler. Talking about? The, the Adam Sandler the one, Western like, one. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, whatever the six the old shitty, uh, yeah, but the old miserable six. There are times where I'm wondering, like, if they're in the studio or they're sorry, they're like in the writers' room. Yeah, they're like. Laughing. Are they laughing? I think they are. Are they though? Like, th- there is a scene in the beginning of that movie where it explains how his mother was killed. Yeah, and it's like not funny. Like, it's like literally like this is supposed to be a comedy, and there's a scene where this kid watches his mom get gunned down, and then it's yeah. in slow motion, and you see like blood hit the kid's yeah. face, and you're just like, okay, come on. Like, clearly everyone in the room could have been like, even if his mother was killed as part of the backstory yeah. of this character, you could have played that scene a lot differently than playing it for real and like showing a kid yeah. watch his mother get killed like it's just like it's so unfunny I mean the writing room like anything can be funny and then it gets fucked up editing whatever vibe direction I don't believe that they laugh I, I honestly believe that they sit there and they just go this would be funny you know what I mean? Like they sit there and be like, "Oh, you know, yeah. be funny if a midget well, walked in and then an old grandma." Splitting laughter coming from the room. I, I don't know about that. Now, Big Bang Theory writing room. I bet that's <laughs> a fucking riot up in there. 
Oh man, that show it's is a brick house. Is interesting. Let's listen to another song. Sure. All right. This is a track, and is called "In Search of Avalon" by Droid Bishop. Let's let's go find her.
And that was In Search of Avalon by Droid Bishop. And I'm here with Droid Bishop right now. James Bowen in studio. In Toronto. It's exciting, right? At you. Yeah. When did we it meet? Is. Like two years ago, two and well, a half years? Well, we just met in person. That's true. <laughs> but we've do, been... Do you find it weird? We, no. Because we've had I've been told that if you, conversations. if you stare into somebody's eyes for, what is it, three minutes? Well, you know, let's <laughs> not go there right now. I don't want to know you that well in I, a biblical I, sense. I challenge you to. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah, no, it's neat to finally fucking uh, We're here. meet people, man, that are uh, that are in the scene. Yeah, doesn't how many people often. have come through here? Okay, Adam McNabb. From Lucasette. And, and he's still here. Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> yeah. That's why they haven't put out any new music, because I fucking killed him after that. Uh, Dana Jean Phoenix and oh, uh, Nina. 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 You'll know Nina. I'll show, I'll I'll show Nina. you Nina. Actually, you know what? I still have... They gave me a card. They? Well, it's her and her manager. Uh, her manager? Man- you let management down here? Dana Jean came with a dude. With what kind of dude? His name's Big Al or Fat Al. Big Gay Al. By the way, you're totally off mic right now. <laughs> I hope you know that. I hope you realize that you didn't bring this giant microphone with you. Okay, that's, what, that's Nina. Oh, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> Nina in the cantina, boys and girls. Equal. Sorry, I was. I guess I was off mic for that whole thing. So she lives in Canada? No. Oh. No, she's uh, German, lives in England. She produced a pretty good track with uh, Sunglasses Kid did like a track and then she... Uh, and then another producer, some dude called, I think, Richard X or something, did, like, the math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just having fun This here. is a purely visual stuff that you can only appreciate yeah. by... Uh, just being here with us, you know, just yeah, feeling the room. We're having fun. Do you want to... Yeah, let's crack, open and, yeah. let's crack open some more uh, Dos Equis. These are fake non-alcoholic beers, by the way. Oh, uh... uh do you want me to tell a story while you're getting did I Did I say that was In Search of Avalon? And that was In Search... Oh, yeah, I did, right? Because I said you're back. Okay, yeah. tell, me, tell me about the track while I... No, uh, I'm not going to get some more I'm beer. I'm not going to talk gonna... to an empty room about my music. Just go get the beers, Andy. I'll tell some funny story. Okay. By the way, I got to tell you that story about the... What? I don't know. Maybe you told me to write a list and I had a story for you about being chased by a, like a white-hating rally of Hispanic young men, dude. Well, I guess I'll tell the story now. So I was... Uh, Magical thing? Or you yeah, I'll do that for you. Just pop the top here. No fuss. James is one of those talented people who can open the beers with his uh, lighter. You know it. I have a buddy who does that all the time. I've never figured out how to do it. Hear that pop? Yeah. You hear that snap? Yeah, I did. Hey, let's cheers. All right, so... I'll uh, just try to get through this story real quick. So one day I'm walking through a downtown What does the story Los- have to do with In Search of oh, Avalon? Oh, well, I said, okay, I'll, you told me to tell it to you when I got here. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be when I left. Now I'm back. Oh, uh, well, it's a long story. So let's uh, let's continue, and then we'll, uh, if we have time, we'll <laughs> go through right, my right, life's right. adventures. Tell me you your want. adventure story. All right. No, no, no. Should I just do it? Yeah. Okay. So I'm walking <laughs> walking downtown. I think it was after actually seeing a future holotape show. Okay. And uh, I was downtown with my buddy. And how were they? They were great, man. They're good friends of mine. And uh, they're playing some show with Syntax in Arizona, I guess, soon. Anyway, I've seen them a couple of times. I digress. Now I'm losing myself here. 
All right. Okay. So you- I wa- I'm I'm a little tipsy. Walk out of their show. I'm going to a buddy's house. Me and my buddy walk down the street downtown. Bad neighborhood. Really hammered. See some dudes in some metal shirts. Some Iron Maidens. Your Mega Deaths. What have you? Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a metal shirt. I'm like, cool. Metal people. Yeah. There must be some sort of underground concert going on in here. Like, what's up, dudes? Metal. And they just looked at me, and I walked inside and realized I was in a, a rally for white hatred against like. Some Hispanic group of like I walked in and then wait is that what, do you do that regularly like like just if you see something going yeah, on you're just like yeah, hey let's see what this is about this is how adventures happen so I walk in and I was like what's up dudes metal concert in here cool and then the room just look you could hear a fucking pin drop in there the room just like. Turns to me, and the, there's this dude at a table like this, like with a pad and paper, like fucking door entry. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing here, man?" And I was like, "Not a metal concert, <laughs> not a rock show, kids." And uh, I'm like, "All right, I am now. I know where I am. I'm sorry, I didn't mean anything." And I'm like backing up, and he's like, "Yo, what'd you say, dog?" And I was like, ah, "Nothing, sir," and kept walking. <laughs> oh no. Boom. Like we, my, me and my boy, like leave, start walking quickly. I'm like, pick up the pace, let's go. And you just hear from behind, like, yo, what'd you say, fool? And like more, more footsteps are being added to the the, the soundtrack. And there, we start to run. They chase us down. There's like 20 dudes, yeah. like skateboard bicycle crew. I'm like gonna take a skateboard to the face. I know. And hospital trip. Here we go. I'm running. I got black lungs. It's terrible. I'm running as fast as I can. Uh, we split off. I find these cars, uh, parking lot, and I go underneath the car. I'm just like shivering, waiting under there, and I just see all these like footprints, like stopping and like you know. Wait, you hit under a car like a movie? Yeah, yeah. I hit under a car like a movie. Um, I don't even think I. I don't know, know if they shit their pants in movies, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Pretty terrifying, and That's I just see yeah, his feet, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, they all go away, and I like wait for like five minutes. I get up, and I see like one straggling guy, like just standing there with a skateboard, like in attack mode. He was a little young, so I just, I was like, dude, I didn't say anything. I don't know what happened. We're all good, and he kind of looked around to see if his buddies were watching, and he just kind of like shook his head and just ran off. So, what uh, did you ever do any like follow up research as to like what that was? It seemed like some sort of rally. Dude, like it was all Hispanic dudes in metal shirts. Like, what was I supposed to think, man? <laughs> Can't we all just enjoy the metal together? I don't know. I don't get all that shit. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, but it was cool. It was fun. I can. I continued. I met up with my buddy after that. And we continued to have a good time. Anyway. Well, that's that fun. was one but, adventure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's bonkers, man. I, I I'm not that adventurous. If I'm like walking down at nighttime and I see like weirdos, like you know, you I'm got a wife and like, kid to think about, you know. Yeah, like you got to be responsible. For hey, this. bunch of weirdos, yeah. where are you guys hanging out? Yeah, all right, I'll go down there. And- Does that seem weird? Does it um, seem weird to you to like just say fuck it and go and just? What are you guys up to? <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's the way the world should work. Like, when people are, like, open to things, uh, like, when you have converse, strike up conversations with strangers and find out what people are up to and stuff. Like, that's the way it should be, right? I feel uncomfortable doing that, and everyone's looking at their phones now, so it doesn't seem like there's that much going on. Yeah. But, but people do like real interaction. Yeah. And, you know, if there's people who have stuff that they want to tell you, like, the, people get really excited when they can actually, like, talk to you and tell you things like For sure. about themselves. So I think that's it, it's a good thing. Thing, but maybe it is weird because like it's only weird really because it. it's only weird because we fucking made it weird yeah and it's not weird to me and after that i made a point like don't let this ruin your outgoing 
Yeah, maybe, maybe next time I can I can stumble into a white power rally and at well, least I've been know, like in the right place. Just have a lot of beers and wander into a bad neighborhood. <laughs> That's how you have adventures, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I don't know. Those, those sorts of zones and cities always just make me feel uh, super uncomfortable. I know, that's the point, though. You know, step outside your your comfort zone. Yeah, I guess. Is that where you get the energy for the music? You get energized yeah. by... Uh... I get energized by life. Yeah? Yeah. By real life. This yeah. is real life. That know? is real life. That's a real, uh, that's a real adventure. Day drinking. Yeah, yeah. In your studio. <laughs> Let's work our way through. Okay, yeah. Do you have a name for it? The album? Name for what? Oh, yeah. Lost in Symmetry. Oh, that is like, so that's the title track? Yeah. Perfect. Because that's the next Should one I was going to talk that? about. Yeah, let's listen to it. All right. This right is now, uh, in studio. This is Lost in Symmetry by Droid Bishop.
And that was Lost in Symmetry by Droid Bishop. And I'm here with Droid Bishop right now. You found me. James Bowen. I forgot to mention about uh, In Search of Avalon, which I probably should have done before we started playing this song. Well, we all know you're the king of segues. Uh, so <laughs> I'll tell you what I love about this one. You've thrown in throughout this album, and In Search of Avalon has it too, those awesome like, disco-y laser noises. Oh, yeah. Which I love. <laughs> I mean, I guess In Search of Avalon sort of like at the, just the beginning of the track, but uh, I'm a big fan of those things. Yeah, I like and them they, too. And they really make the whole thing feel like spacey and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like them too. I mean, people do them. I didn't want to overdo it, but fuck yeah. it. Sounds good. Yeah, no, it does. I think it sounds awesome. But uh, tell me about Lost in Symmetry. So this is the title track of the... Uh, yeah, album. this is the title track. This is your big boy. Well, what do you want to know? My face is just like right up on this microphone too. <laughs> Sometimes people get on my case because I don't ask enough of the uh, in-depth musical nerdy questions. Who cares? So... Fuck you guys out there. <laughs> fucking Andy's show and he'll do what he wants. It's not my opinion. I appreciate all my listeners and... He uh, does not. <laughs> He's lying. So this is uh, this is a question. This is a... I, I was trying to come up it. with a segue like musical thing for this. And I'll get Hoo-Ha to write me a jingle. Yeah. It's essentially uh, Andy asks boring questions and then we just sort of move on. Well, I'm used to that by now, Andrew. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, Fuck man. you, man. All right, ask me your nerd music question. What DAW <laughs> do you use? I use Logic. Do you? Yeah, I'm still on Logic 9. I know everyone's like, get 10. But, you know. I'm using 10 right now. There you go. Show. This motherfucker has 10. I only use 9. To be fair, 10 is the first one you? I bought. Because uh, I used to use Fruity Loops for everything. Yeah. And even when I used to do the show, I recorded the audio in a different program and then did the editing in a different program. But now, uh, when I first got Logic, I... I uh, just got 10 because that's the one that was out. Killer story. Yeah, man. I love the middle lo- part okay, of listen. That. No, okay, I'll make it better. So, anyway, <laughs> so Logic was coming at me, right? It had a skateboard. I fucking dove under a car and I hit oh, there. Yeah. Took his shit. Took his shit. In stood your up. Pants. I looked right in the like Logic's eye and was just like, you man, I did not know. I did not know this was some Mexican <laughs> power rally. I apologize. Just give me the program. Just and, give me the 10, yeah. man. So, I got it. Logic, Logic Pro X. Logic X. Okay, so you use Logic. I use Logic. Um, it's good. Do you have any favorite plugins? This is Synthetic Sunday. Fuck yeah, mate. Uh, well, that's right. Do it. Nah, nah. <laughs> Once upon a time. I will tell you this little trick, though. What's the trick? Marco, you get a kick out of this, you old son of a bitch. You gotta stop uh, tapping the table. I bet you that's literally like translating to the oh, microphone. It like, is, right? <laughs> How bad is Hold that on, out there? Do it. I'll tell you what. Well, whatever. It's fine. All right, whatever. It's just I'm a tapper. Yeah. All right, I'll give you a little trick. Tell me Say rise up lights really quickly. And rise up lights. You said razor blades. And rise up lights. And rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. <laughs> kind of works. Yeah, okay. So people, I don't know well, if people know this about you, but you were born in Australia. Yeah. But you are an American now. Well, I'm still a are citizen. You have, have these? No, I've got a green card for America. How long have you been in the States? 22 years. How's that work? It's green cards forever. Unless you fucking... Do you ever see that movie Green man. Card with Gerard yeah, Depardieu? Of course, man. <laughs> I think you have to watch that before they give you one. <laughs> yeah, before you take the test. Yeah. It's all just questions about yeah. the movie. No, no names, but I had a friend that actually married a chick so she could get her green card. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what that. happens, right? Yeah. That'll be one of the questions on the test. Mm-hmm. 
Are you the Andy McDowell or the uh, yeah. which one? Or the Gerard Depardieu of this situation? Terrible uh, movie. So do an Australian accent. Nah. Did you get embarrassed? No, it's Look just you're like, like nah. you're smiling now. Look at this. Nah, I'm not gonna do it. You can do it though. No, nah, not really. It comes and goes. When we talked I'm, about when this I'm before hammered. because you were playing a show with your brother. Yeah, and it was like Sam Sparrow, nah, and it was like yeah, it was real for the moment. It came out. <laughs> Look, it's been a while. Been a while. It's been a while <laughs> since I've done the Aussie accent. You should do it, man. I can't because I can't do it at all. I can't do. There's things that certain words that come out incorrectly if I'm doing, you know, lots of dialogue, and and it self consciously I can't have any other Aussies like hear me do that. You know what I mean? Oh, because they will be like, yeah. what is that? Like one time I got, I opted to get a ticket from a police officer instead of just faking the accent because I was around a bunch of my Aussie friends and I just couldn't let them hear me do it incorrectly. So I just said, give me the ticket. ticket for being an American? Well, no, because we all had, they all had a pa- Aussie passports and IDs they were visiting and I had no driver's license at the time. I had my Aussie passport. So all I had to, had to do was just show them that and then just start faking the accent. Like, oh, I'm just visiting. Oh, in the States? Yeah. Brian, okay, sorry. Sorry, I needed a little more, uh, <laughs> you know, into that. What was the crime of not having an identification? It was like we all weren't wearing seatbelts in the car. Oh, okay, okay. It okay. was a minor infraction. Right, right. right. I wasn't going to the slammer or anything for that. But that's a little uh, insight into the psyche of me. That's like I would rather take a ticket than have my boys fucking bag on me for not being able to do that accent. But you should have just done it, right? Yeah. In hindsight? But, and then, no. I made the right choice. <laughs> okay. I paid for that ticket. Is it really coming through? Well, it's coming. It's sound. Okay. These things do pick up I, noise. Yeah. I, I like to tap <laughs> things. When I'm at home talking to you, I'm slamming on things, dude. It's fucking getting hot down here. So yeah, yeah, we should point out that it's hot as shit in uh, Toronto right now. It's uh, 40, 40 degrees Fahrenheit, or it feels like 40 degrees Which Fahrenheit. Which is like, like 34, 35. Know. It's like high 90s. In, yeah. In, uh, With the Humidex. Yeah. The old Humidex. Yeah. What happens? That's a cool band name. Humidex? Yeah. Human X? Humidex. Humidex. It's the Humidex. It's the Humidex. Oh, now you fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I did. Hold on. I got gotcha. you. Humidex. Humidex. Humidity. It's the humidity yeah, I get, index. I get, I get where it's coming it's from. It's the index. I get what you're doing here. Of humidity. It's great. Humidity. 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 Humidex. <laughs> All right, we're losing focus here. These beers are getting to us. All right, listen. It's only nine in the morning. Uh, let's listen to another track. Go. Hmm. This is a <laughs> terrible your radio. List, your, <laughs> your list is right in front of you, Andy. Songs are right there. Let's listen to another track. This is called Ready Player One by Droid Bishop. Let's play.
And that was Ready Player One by Droid Bishop. Yes. And I'm here with Droid Bishop right now in studio. It's always fun to do these in-studio interviews. They How's make it going me happy. out there? Uh, Ready Player One, obviously inspired by the book. book. Yeah. So do you read a lot? No. I rarely read. Is that and like I, the first book you've read since Australia? I'll, no, it's. I'll tell you, it's the last book I've read completely in the last seven years. I don't even think I've read a book in like decades. Yeah, I don't read a lot, but this book. I should. Got, it's this good book for you. got me back into it. It was a fun adventure, page turner, super eighties based story. Lots of references, and it's cool. Uh, and Spielberg's doing the movie, so I'm hoping like to just slip this song to the guy who wrote the book somehow. Yeah. <laughs> through uh, some sort of degree of separation, he knows my buddy Troy. Troy Baker, yeah, the old voice actor. Yeah, so I'm gonna try and sneak it in there somehow and be like, I wrote this song for you. <laughs> you name dropping. Troy Baker is in like literally every single video game I play. Troy Baker, he's a voice. He's yeah, a I'm voice trying to get everything. him. I'm trying to. He's the voice of reason, if you will. I'm trying to get him on the show. Hmm. He'll, he'll he'll come on, dude. He's a cool dude. I'm doing a remix for him right now. Yeah, Droid Bishop. That'd be cool. I'd love yeah. to talk to him because he, he's literally like my son loves Infamous, like the game Infamous for PlayStation, and like yeah. Troy Baker is like the main character in it. Yeah, and uh, that would be exciting for my son. Dude, he would do. I don't know. This that, is totally his demographic. I don't know that my son would understand the concept. Like, I think he's not. He doesn't quite get. Like, sometimes he's like, "Hey, this is the character. This is Mr. Baker." Yeah, that I, I don't think he's there. For him. Well, no, I think it's okay to know. What, do you tell your kid there's no Santa Claus too? What's going on here? Yeah, we, 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 Bunny? we have our own. Uh, we have our own uh, things we perpetuate. That every Christmas it's a demon that shows up. Oh, you got to keep keep them real. No, uh, I, I don't mind them knowing how movies are made. I think that's okay. Yeah, now that we're adult males, it's good, man. No, you know what though? As a kid, I don't like to know how the sausage is made. I just like to eat it. It's a funny expression that people use when they talk about the sausage being made because I, I do kind of like to know how the sausage is made. Like I don't want to know what kind of fucking hooves. But Penises? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not the problem that there is penises, but what kind of penis? <laughs> what kind are there? There's like, there's many kinds. Man, I ain't no bison God. penis. That's Dude. Oh. But uh, the thing is, I mean, when it comes to sausage, I would I would rather know a little less. But when I was a kid, finding out how they made movies was actually, like, it was interesting to me. And I think the difference between movies now and movies then is now that there's so much CGI, even though it still takes a lot of work and a yeah. lot of people to do it, it's less interesting to me than the, like, the actual work with your hands that goes into building practical effects. Yeah. When I watched movies when I was young, I used to, um, like, I would pause them and watch them in slow motion and stuff. So I watch like Terminator 2 for instance and I watch in like slow-mo yeah and then there's that scene in the bar where he's fighting the dudes at the beginning and then one dude like sticks him with a knife fuck yeah and if you watch it in slow motion the knife bends yeah, yeah. right at the end there's yeah. one frame of the knife bending so it's a rubber knife but as a kid that didn't upset me that was like oh that's cool that's how they did it he's yeah. got a rubber knife and then there's like a scene where Arnold gets up and he gets his arm ripped off and if you actually watch that scene a few times in like the fucking metal factory yeah. right, uh, you see that his arm his real arm is just fucking bandaged up in like a blue bandage yeah for one frame yeah there's like a shot where he yeah. gets up and you just clear and it, once you see it you can't unsee yeah. it like it's like so clear well, there's that 24 well depending on what you're doing 24 frames a second hmm. and i use a fucking rotoscope and like dude one second is a lot of work 
yeah. to do things in. Oh, whether yeah, yeah. it's converting or CGI stuff, 24 frames, one second. Just that one second, right? In Was it case, just a frame that no, you paused? No, in, in the case of, of Arnold's arm, it's one of those things where they did it in such a way that it's bandaged in blue and like the background is kind of blue, so they just assume you won't notice. And I yeah. didn't for years. You don't notice when you're watching No, because I watched it for years, but once you see it, yeah. then you can't unsee, unsee it. it. Yeah. And literally, it's like, like horse fucks man. I don't know what that is. Well, but I can't unsee it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But his arm is clearly wrapped in a bandage. And once you do see it, it's actually a really long sequence where he stands up and sort of gets yeah. up. And you just see his arm. It's just this, it's like this fucking thing right yeah. there. But I'm the point is, stuff like that actually got me like interested in making videos because it showed me like, hey, this is how it could be done. That's why when I watch like old episodes of Doctor Who uh, and everyone makes fun of it for being so cheap. But what I liked as a kid was it I could actually see like, oh, I get how they made this. Yeah. I can actually see the stage hand fucking pulling the, the future door. Like, because Doctor yeah. Who can get pretty silly sometimes with like, the, the stuff that with its budget like there's episodes where literally like like a future door opens and I can see like the silhouette of a stage hand like yeah <laughs> like fucking that pulling the, terrible but that got me interested in in wanting to make stuff because I'm like it, it seemed plausible to me whereas yeah. like CGI there's no um I don't know, like, it looks cool, and I appreciate that there's a lot of work, but it doesn't excite me in that same way. Of just like, yeah, there's a bunch yeah, of dudes in mean. a room working for two weeks on, like, a shot. It's not exciting. Not as cool as when you watch, like, you know, like, The Thing or something, and you just go like, oh, yeah. how the fuck? You know, it's like a rubber head, and yeah. like it's puppeted. And and it's like, they fucking prep that shot, like, all day, mm-hmm. and then it gets fucked up, and it's like, okay, yeah, we got another ten hours to set this bad boy up. <laughs> like, the whole fucking head falling off scene whatever the the green vial coming out yeah i heard he got fucked up or something or like that took forever and the guy's just like so uncomfortable he's his head you know his body's under the table all that shit god it just seems like so much effort but you get what you put in yeah you know and, and it I, stands, like, I like practical effects yeah and they definitely like when they're done well like the thing is like one of the most sort of like cited examples of those like oh, yeah. it still is great and it's creepy it as shit looks and it's good. real yeah there's a few things it's like you know it that's, looks 80s but that's the one thing I'll say about Legend though like as a movie it's a weird disjointed thing that like if you watch it now you will be like what is up with this movie yeah. but Tim Curry in the darkness makeup is oh, awesome yeah. like his performance and the way he looks is awesome it is worth it just to watch the scenes just for him. Yeah. Because the costume is so good. And there's another creature in the film called, like, Mucklebones Meg, which is, like, another kind of dude Muckle in the costume. Bones. Yeah, it's, like, this thing. He's like, I'm too bad. Anyway, whatever. But, like, it's also great, too. Like, it's just when you just see, like, awesome, practical, like, fantasy makeup, yeah. it's, like, it's so fucking cool. You want to listen to another song? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Andy. These segues are just out of control. All right, let's do it. <laughs> we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen to a track called uh, "Time Runner." You happy about that? Let's go. All right, this is "Time Runner" by Droid Bishop.
And that was... Oh, are you, you doing a No, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Stop feeding me beers. And Maybe that was... Maybe it makes sense. And that was Time Runner by Droid Bishop. And I'm here with Droid Bishop right now. James Bowen in studio. Yeah. Very exciting. Super stoked. I did a show with uh, Myrone. I said I liked his music because it stood out to me. You know, he was doing a thing that people weren't doing in the synth scene, you know, at that point. Like that the cheesy 80s guitar stuff that sounds like yeah. it's coming from like Transformers yeah. the movie or whatever. Like that, like he's fulfilling a niche. And I would always use him as an example of like, here's a guy with a sound. Like, yeah. I hear it I'm like that's my own yeah and I mentioned that you were coming over or whatever that we were gonna shoot a yeah. thing and he's like oh yeah it's like it's Droid Bishop that uh, like got me into it like, I know he like, told me that one yeah. so I was like oh you're so sweet well it's, it's awesome the way like all these things you know, when you hear, like, the, the, the different people that inspire different people. Like, I had uh, Makeup and Vanity, and, like, yeah. I know that, uh, like, Lucasette cited, you know, like, listening to that stuff early on. Yeah. And sort of inspiring to to make stuff. So it's always cool. Well, everything's I'm fucking... wearing a Power Glove shirt. And, uh, <laughs> Is that the chain? We can trace that back Well, to, to me, like, they're top-notch. And I like their, we don't release shit for, like, two years. Yeah, or yeah. three years or whatever. I like that. People over-release. Uh, clearly, I don't, because I've yeah. been trying... I was supposed to release this last year, but uh, I don't know. What I was the... I think quality over quantity. Have you just been busy? Like, what's the... No, I was a little... Um, through uh, not getting into it too deep, I was a little unhappy with how things came about from my last release, whatever, Beyond the Blue. Sonically, like, audio-wise as well, and, like, just things about it, like, turned... Just that experience was, like, not fun for me. Okay. So it was like very nervous, like releasing something after that. That's the core of it. It's a deeper than that, but it's. I was very like, uh, it's not good enough, or like I'm just. I don't want to make any more. I, I didn't. I didn't want to do it anymore, to be honest. So, but I, I got a lot of feedback from people that were really cool and supportive. So I'm like, well, I owe it to these fans to like at least put out what I got. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see how you like it. Be kind with your mean comments. You so, send me <laughs> so this album be like called What I Got. What I Got. To be honest, I think I put a lot of effort into it. I don't know what you think. I think oh, no, I think it sounds great. I mean, I liked Beyond the Blue, but I think in terms of the sound, and again, like I'm terrible with like musical stuff. No, it was terrible. I was fucked up when I made it. What does I, that mean? I, I was like not. Like, you know, I was a little out of my mind. We'll just put it that way. Like a heartache thing. Or no, a drug thing? no. Well, it was all of the above. I was just in a mess, just darkness. Uh, yeah, getting way too fucked up. Like, I think when I, when I listen to them, you know, all back to back, and I like Beyond the Blue, like, there's some tracks I really like on there, but as far as, like, the mix goes, it's a little more, like, higher range. Oh, dude, it's terrible. Like, I, I'm here I'm here to clear it up right now, because <laughs> I felt really bad after that, like, after I put that out, and it was shit. It was terrible mix, and I don't know what I was doing. Like, I was literally, like, fucked up. Like, I was doing too, putting too many things in my body and my my brain <laughs> as I was making this. I was getting real lifted. Yeah. You know what would make this sound better? More reverb and drugs. <laughs> Press record. It's terrible. So I apologize to anyone out there that I've made their ears bleed. And uh, thanks for sticking by me. Hopefully this one's better. Well, I will say like, uh, uh, yeah, like this one definitely has uh, some nice fat beats and and bass lines and stuff and it sounds good and it definitely is more but as I say I, I liked Beyond the Blue but like this one does sound more like a return to yeah the, the droid bishop sound that, that so got me excited so it sounds more like how it should right 
No? Well, that's an interesting way of phrasing that. Yeah, sure. Right? It sounds good. What, it what do you want pleasing from Pleasing to your ears? Yeah, it made me happy. Okay. I, I like it. Good. I like I like all the fucking spacey sounds. I like the fat bass lines yeah. and beats. I like Yeah, I uh, mean I went a little experimental here and there. I don't want to do what other people are doing. There's no need for I do. there's no I know you do. You're a derivative son of a bitch. <laughs> You know, what's the point of, like, all? let's all do the same fucking beats? Like, as too many people are doing that, Yeah, I think. Of course, we all start doing similar things, but even though it's a fun, jokey kind of 80s thing, like, I don't want it to be... It's not a joke to me, so if I can make the music palatable for people now, yeah, and it's not just some niche thing, of course, I don't want to steer too far away from, like, the core of what it's supposed to be, but there's no fucking rules here, and if you think there are, then... Don't make me. What I like too, I mean, I mean, I, what I said about my own earlier, and you know, artists like Perturbator and stuff, whatever. Like the people that have a sound, and I think like Droid Bishop has a sound, yeah, and that's the ultimate goal. I mean, that should be the ultimate goal of anybody because I do listen to a lot of synthwave stuff where it's indistinguishable from other stuff. Doesn't mean it's not good. Right, like I've listened to lots of stuff. Where I'm like, this song's cool, but if you didn't tell me who the artist was, I wouldn't know. Yeah. So you've got some sort of things you like to do. There's lots of uh, sort of like high register, like arpeggiated things that sort of. I call come them in. butterflies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, like that is like a droid bishop. Thing. Yeah, I didn't. Thing. I'm sure other people have done it. I know that they have, but I kind of like that. I, I feel like when I hear like the ones that you do, like they do stand out to me as like, yeah, that's the droid bishop. You know, that's so something that, that he likes to do. Butterflies over there. Um. So that's cool butterflies so i'll know that that's what call i call them that next time so that's cool and i mean this one definitely has all the sort of the the characteristics but it's fat and, and nice to listen to that's good didn't hurt your ears no it didn't hurt it my didn't ears. no good was it supposed to no You're i was terrified to- <laughs> no i'm like still like i'm still terrified uh when it comes to music like you tie yourself into some of your passions and like that's your self worth you know which is not healthy so when shit goes wrong yes. your whole life is garbage that's true I mean I feel that same way about when I do videos I mean I, yeah. I said I said this to Makeup and Vanity said because we were talking about videos I talked about the video I made for you and I talked about yeah. that situation with uh, 80s ladies records where that's where you were at the time no more and I made that video and then John who runs it wanted me to hold off because he wanted to do some stuff to get some publicity and I remember thinking and I, I mean, I talked to you about it too, and like no, nothing weird. It was just like for me, once I get something finished, like I yeah. need, I need people to see it. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what I need. And I know what you're talking about. Where like, if that goes wrong, then the whole thing like flips. Like, so it's that weird feeling. If I put out a video and it's funny and people like it, then I feel great. If yeah. I put out something and like kind of gets like one like and no one talks about it, and it's sort of like, ooh, did I just uh, yeah. make a dud? Did yeah. I just waste a few weeks? You know, like. Well, I mean. It's a few weeks, yeah. I mean, anything sucks when someone doesn't like your work. Yeah. But the longer you put into it, the longer you wait, the longer you overanalyze and put everything, all your eggs in this basket, Mm -hmm. just the more you got riding on it. You know what? At this point, I don't even care. Like, I just want to put it out. That will be a release for me personally. Yeah. And then I don't own it anymore. And you, you guys like it or you don't. Some people might not. I don't know. People, some people will like it. I made it for them. I made it for you. So, I didn't make it for you, Andy. Yeah, you did. I made it. Well, I did. But you know, <laughs> I just need to get it out. I'm happy to put it out. It's been too long. So, and I, I want to do, want to make new tracks and keep it going. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just get it out there. Yeah, man. Well, let's. Uh, well, it's out right now. <laughs> let's. Fuck uh, <laughs> 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 no? Let's uh, let's listen to another track. Uh, this is called "When Androids Dream." by Droid Bishop.
Do they?
And that was When Androids Dream by Droid Bishop. We've actually listened to the whole thing. We did. <laughs> is that exciting? <laughs> yeah. We did. Feels good. That's why I release these shows in like 96 kilobytes so no one can just... Uh, just rip it? Yeah, just rip it. You know what? It's, it's cool. <laughs> people people tell me like, hey, I got your music off uh, fucking Napster or whatever. Napster still exists? It does. It does. <laughs> I didn't think it did. Screw you, Metallica. Yeah. Uh, no, some some dude the other day told me, he like, hey, I downloaded your stuff illegally. I'm sorry. I couldn't find it anywhere. I really like it. And I was like, man, it's cool. Thanks for thanks for letting me know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird thing to I say. Yeah. It's funny what people, dude, people can be say so... People say weird shit. Yes. You know? Like, insultingly weird things. Like, slow your roll, people. Like, <laughs> like dude. It surprises me sometimes what people can be open about you see a lot of that on twitter like just yeah. some people just say things are just like are you sure you want like a record of you saying that i mean like whether it's fucking hateful or racist yeah. or sexist or whatever just like okay your twitter handle is your name and a picture of you and then literally like a sentence that's just like, like I, I hate, hate women yeah. <laughs> like and just like white power yeah. <laughs> although white power is one of those things that is hilarious to say uh, if you is don't it, mean it is it Andrew well if you don't mean it because then it's fun Disclaimer. like to me there's nothing funnier about an ironic yeah, of white course. power well, I, we've, <laughs> talk, we've talked about this I, anything can be funny but you have to know I think the thing with like funny stuff is you you have to know where the person's coming from well you have to know who you're talking to too when you make these jokes yeah because there's people who I yeah, like they could say the exact same joke, and you'd be like, "Oh, did you mean that? Yeah. This is only funny if you don't yeah. mean that." Like, because I've got friends like that. I have friends who are like, really, you know, like really liberal and open-minded. Then like, it is hilarious to like drop an ironic, like racist or sexist comment because you know both of you don't actually believe it, yeah. and you're sort of more just like making fun of people who do. But uh, well, yeah. I wish people didn't take it so seriously, and of course, like uh, you know. We're white privileged males, so we have it nice and cushy. And oh, it's so too bad that we're at, filming this. Oh, we're, we are white. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, break the illusion anymore that I'm a black guy. No, well, you know, get your Al Jolson makeup <laughs> on. And, uh, <laughs> see, I don't know. Was that appropriate or was that over the line? I well, don't know. I don't know. Super duper. <laughs> Blame it on the Ritz. I just, I, I, I'm only saying that because I watched that video the other day. It's a terrible video. And, uh, it scares me. Because I think they did a censored one, but then there's the one you can watch on YouTube that's uncensored. Tell the we're, listeners what we're talking about. We're talking about the putting on the Ritz video by Taco. And, uh, yeah. Taco. Yeah, that's the name of the outfit. Fucking. And it's like this weird kind of gay dude, we'll say. Maybe he's not gay. In the 80s, it's tricky, right? When you're watching music videos. No, just he's like, high on that scale. Yeah, it's just like, is this dude gay? Or he's just, just weird? Uh, or just fabulous <laughs> yeah yeah uh it doesn't matter it's about the music uh but anyway so in the track there's a bunch of like, like i'm defending them then like follow by yeah. and then there's a bunch of people in blackface uh and they great. come out and they <laughs> and they come up with like robot voices and say super duper that's terrible trying hard to look like gary cooper in the censored music video do they just like I should watch the censored one to see how they censored it like if they just blurred their faces or if they like inserted like a new shot when they censored it yeah well because it's offensive like they're like they're walking around and singing in blackface of course but it's still documented I don't I don't care for censorship well I think it must have been censored at the time whereas like now on YouTube you can just watch the uncensored one but I'm curious as to be like what they did I'll have to look that up I mean it's a terrible video but I still don't think anything should be censored anything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, man. Well, mm-hmm. mm. uh, it's good turnip juice. Yeah, man. It's uh, made in Mexico. Oh, this is probably what they, they were hate drinking. me. <laughs> 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 oh, dude. Can we talk about me getting into Canada? No. <laughs> they hate me. Dude, they hate me. Dude, your country hates me too. It's so hard to get in here. I know. I hear that. I hear people I have to have... do. Uh, for all you guys out there uh, planning on going to Canada, don't uh, drink and drive. Uh, it's a hell of a procedure to come into this country with any sort of record. Or uh, oh right, yeah, yeah. I got a DUI like ten years ago, and it, like I had to pay like a decent amount of money to get in here. What? Yeah. To get like a temporary resident permit because of the DUI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I had to do a, like, FBI background check. It was interesting to see all the things I'd forgotten about that were on that background check. Oh, yeah. Some good stuff, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, they let me in. I crossed the border yesterday. Do you have to pay that yourself? Yeah, because it's, it was my uh, mishap. But uh, I'm here now. And uh, so the money is—it's not like uh, you have to pay us to come in. It's like you have to pay to do these. Yeah, no, it's not—it's not like corrupt, name. right? Okay. Yeah. Although I feel <laughs> like feel like, 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 a, like a dude like, like a mountie hat. I, I was just like, just give me twenty dollars. Like ripped off here, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think I needed to do any of that paperwork anyway. It was just to be safe, not to like. Get it's so weird. I hear that. Border. I hear that from people who talk. I remember. I think the same thing happened to Ogre. He said he was going to come to Canada. And you like, got to drink, drinking, driving. Uh, no, it just there was something like like something oh. didn't clear or something, and like he couldn't come in. And well, I don't know. Like I think it was actually easier for me because I got an Aussie passport, right? And it's like underneath the Commonwealth of the Queen. Yes, like your money looks exactly like Aussie money. You have Australian money? I no, think? but like this, that's my wallet, by the way. Sweet. Uh, yeah, this looks pretty much like Aussie money. There would be a queen right there, and a little Aborigine guy right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. Huh? Sir Wilfred Laurier. Dude, who's that guy? Wilfred Laurier. Uh, he was a prime minister a long time ago. Dude, he looks. And awesome. on the back, we got a picture of his fucking spaceman. Dude. <laughs> so how much does it cost to be on this show again? Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. It costs thirty dollars. Thirty dollars, and uh, you got to give me a visa, and uh, I've got a visa and some uh, old receipts here, <laughs> a couple hotel cards, and uh, my driver's license. You know, if you want to take a peep at that. Anyways, man, this is a terrible ending, but let's fucking do early. it. <laughs> I'm getting hammered over here. Dude. <laughs> it's fucking hot down here. Listen, it was fun to have Whew. you on the show in person. Yeah. It was great to be here. This is exciting. I'm tapping again. Yeah, yeah. Just tap that table. It's all good. And uh, one last thing. Hello. Ready to laugh with Elmo? Are you? No, I'm not. Elmo, shut <laughs> up. Yeah, I'm ready Go to laugh. Go back to bed. If anyone knows me, I'm ready to laugh. Yes, I am ready to laugh with you, Andy. So is it crazy if I'm laughing in person to actually see what my face looks like? You haven't been laughing that much. <laughs> I don't feel on today. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, no, I, I saw like, you laugh. It was say good. Something funny. I saw you laugh and you went back. It was good. You dipped your head. <laughs> you, you dipped and whipped your head. It was good. I feel Yeah, well, that was a good one. I'm trying to think what I what was that about? Uh, I had a big laugh about know. the something. Who fucking knows? We're drinking Dos Equis over here. <laughs> Spiked with vodka. Anyways, man, it was fun having you on the show. 
This will be an interesting thing. People can watch and see. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like. This is what a Beyond synth would look like. This is what you could look like on this show, boys yeah, and girls. Yeah, you just got to be, uh, you got to make some cool music, man. And yeah. then come on uh, Beyond Synth. Great. <laughs> come on. I don't know if that was like a call to action. Should I or... come on Beyond Synth? Yes. Is there a sign that I do this on? or uh... oh, Just a picture of me no, is fine. Just... So we call that a tribute. Just come and, on this uh... picture. Anyways, listen. Anyways. Thanks for coming on the show and being here. This will be like the fourth time you've been on the show. I'm happy to come for you anytime, Andy. How are we spelling that? <laughs> That's There's no spelling involved. <laughs> I don't spell on Saturdays. You want to do a goodbye to the people? <laughs> I don't know why I just blanked there. Let me uh, say thanks for listening out there in uh, La La Land. And uh, we'd love to have you back anytime. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. This is Droid Bishop and uh, your Canadian buddy, Andy Last. I feel like I almost don't even need to sign off now. I did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd be tipping my cowboy hat to you right, right about now. Just say a little something to the folks, huh? Thanks for being on the show, James. Anytime, buddy. And that was my conversation with Droid Bishop. I want to thank you guys for listening to the show and tune in next time where my guest will be somebody. Actually, I've got a special one next week. It's uh, someone who I haven't had on the show in like three years. And so we uh, we got to catch up because we haven't talked in a really long time. But I don't want to spoil who it is. But um, if I were giving out hints, I would say he's Italian. He married a girl who also makes synthwave music. He has a dog that is also a synthwave musician. And he likes a pizza pie. And if those hints don't give it away, fucking... <laughs> I was about to say screw you. <laughs> That's the kind of kind host I am. (laughs) Anyways, guys, uh, have a lovely weekend, and I will talk to you next week on Beyond Synth.